0: Amazing. So, Ritika has already joined here and I've sent her an invite. Hi, Ritika. Hi. How are you? I'm great. How are you? I'm good. It's so amazing seeing you after so long.
1: Yes, I'm going live after
0: I I think almost,
1: uh, almost six months.
0: <laughs> oh, wow.
1: That's amazing. So, I'm glad
0: you uh, reached out for this. I'm really glad that you uh, come here on this platform. And I'm so thrilled to be interviewing you today. Thanks, Cyril. Thanks. Amazing. Amazing. So I think I'll start with my questions. And um, let's just dive into it. Um, Honestly, I'm very, very intrigued. Um, I have a lot of questions and I'm really excited as well. So, yeah. Amazing. So my first question, I'm going to start with my first question now. So uh, Hrithika Kothari, as we all know, is a creative visionist with a voice. There has always been a vision to every form of creativity you bring together. And you're absolutely vocal and out there, be it in the form of your own designs, home decor, makeovers, collaborations, podcasts, etc. Not a lot of artists have that quality. And what inspired you to go absolutely loud and out there with respect to your creativity? Tell us your experience with your first collaboration or showcase. So, you know, honestly, uh, whenever somebody asks me what's my
1: inspiration or what's my motivation, I keep telling them boredom. Because I get bored so easily by doing the same thing over and over again. (laughs) I keep trying to find new creative ways to, uh, you know, make my own work exciting, which in turn obviously translates uh, into, you know, client work being exciting and new all the time. And I've been blessed with uh, people who have just supported me with random experiments, you know. Uh okay. Uh, Because, like, I I did a talk show when uh, in India, it wasn't that uh, celebrated or appreciated. Nowadays, like, you know, the podcast format is very acceptable, especially post uh, the pandemic. People have, you know, gotten used to listening to that. But back in 2017, 2018... Uh, people were not really because we were so busy with our with our offline lives that people were not really attuned to uh, you know what's happening in uh, other people's life or getting inspired that way uh, mm-hmm. so i think yeah i got bored of doing regular uh, mundane work and i found out new ways to keep myself amused and i think that's how the
0: creative impetus comes everywhere so i think the creative or the creative mind which you have where you know, you wanted to try different things and I'm sure a lot of artists who I know they have this thing, they would not like one thing every day. They would not like routine every day and I think that's you. So think pretty interesting because I have been motivated looking at your stories, your posts. I think from the pandemic I was following you and you were so driven (laughs) And it's so inspiring for all of us. It's like all of us were also, I mean, most, I don't know how many, but I'm one of them, where looking at your stories and posts, it just got me a kick. So I think that's amazing. Yeah. And you know, during that time, uh,
1: people had a lot of time. So they would, you know, actually sit and message. And uh, I also had enough time to interact with everyone uh, through Instagram. It is so surreal that I haven't met these people and I met all of them very recently oh, wow. at an offline event after two years and it is just so weird that you think you know someone online, right? Like because you've been in touch and you've spoken to and then meeting them offline is a very beautiful experience and touchwood, I've connected with so many people on Instagram. Uh, it's unimaginable.
0: Apart from work also. Lovely. I think I met you too. So I think that's (laughs) pretty cool. Amazing. So I'll go to my second question. Uh, Tell us about Collab Cloud, a digital ecosystem for artists, designers and brands where one can buy, sell and create NFT and artists can market and monetize their designs and assets. As a digital curator, what's your role and how did the vision come about?
1: Uh, So again, this is a lockdown baby. Uh, My entire team uh, was so motivated during the lockdown uh, and willing to work 18 hours a day because they didn't want to deal with your parents. (laughs) So... (laughs) So they they (laughs) came up with the idea that if we cannot shoot, our work is predominantly creating content for the luxury lifestyle segment, right? Uh, And we were unable to go off on locations and shoot and do all of that. So they said, let's do a virtual conference. So the idea started with building a platform where, you know, artists and designers and brands all could, they could just come together and have a dialogue and 2020 was web 2 which is uh, which is a 2d format like we are, we are still using web 2 in uh, terms of like mm-hmm. instagram zoom all of these things are uh, web 2 platforms now this year when we wanted to do something new and something you know really cutting edge because again i got bored of the old format <laughs> so so <laughs> we decided to do it in the metaverse and uh, the metaverse is a fairly new concept for, for was a new concept for me also so for 6 months we just worked on creating this platform uh, so NFTs uh, are a very very common thing now uh, people are buying and selling a lot uh, much more uh, abroad uh, India in the community is still growing uh, but it's all art focus so what we wanted to do is uh, uh, introduce a concept of FIGITAL. FIGITAL is a combination of two words uh, physical plus digital. Okay. So now supposedly a designer has a chair uh, like the chair I'm sitting on like this is a designer piece it's made out of teak it has a certain texture etc etc. So it is a physical product and uh, when we put it digital and create it uh, as a uh, put it up as an NFT what happens is automatically its IP goes to the designer. So, it's authenticated through a smart contract. Which used to be a very big problem back in the day, uh, you know, uh, because designers were, the designs were very quickly copied. So, any manufacturer, this is by a designer called Asa. He's one of my favorite designers. Uh, so, this this particular design and texture could very easily be copied by any other manufacturer after seeing a photo or uh, just just having a, a visual or from the internet but now when i put put it up as an nft also the smart contract has a code wherein it authenticates that as a piece so that and and the artist keeps getting royalty for it on each sale over the sales uh, that happen and also you have a global audience now because it's in the metaverse so Ooh. that is the possibility that we wanted to introduce a design community to and we did that with the launch of that platform with uh, we experimented with 15 artists and designers who were willing to you know share their products to convert them as an nft yes. so now our focus is to obviously sell those uh, goods and see how the uh, you know digital market works but it's amazing and also the gallery we made it was vr enabled so you can actually, yeah, so you can actually be in the space and touch and feel the product. So it's a very realistic uh, experience as well, because you are in that gallery.
0: Yes, VR is something which you wear and you.
1: Yes, the virtual reality headset. Um, so yes. it makes you feel like you're actually in the gallery watching the paintings. So you are an artist. So suppose yes. you want to, you want to convert your art into NFTs, uh, like in an offline gallery, Uh, You would also go uh, go and display your art, right? Similarly, we created a gallery in the metaverse, where each artist was represented. Like we had their sections, and we spoke about their collection. So people who were visiting could actually wear the VR goggles and experience the space. So it's just (laughs) yeah, is this crazy? And everybody and I'm so overwhelmed because everybody who visited experienced that and loved it. So, I think there should be more of that. I'm
0: hoping we get to do more. So, basically, the metaverse and NFT is not only uh, with respect to, you know, earning something, but also protecting someone's design. Yes. So, pretty interesting. And I think a lot of artists, say it, interior designers, architects, painters, all of them yeah. are looking at. that. So, that's yeah. interesting. And... Um, you know as you said that you get bored of uh, everything and now you've just like reached way beyond like you know you're the first pioneer I mean not first but you're one of the pioneers who keeps on you know experimenting (laughs) and casting something and all of us follow. (laughs) And I'm blessed with people
1: who uh, you know fund these ideas also because that is really very important and uh because, yeah, I mean, uh, I didn't have any, uh, you know, deck to show to them or any like precedent to show to them or any pitch for them. I just said, Ki mujhe aisa kuch karna hai. this is my vision and you have to fund it. <laughs> so, I would I would be thankful to Marangoni and Kasamiya for just accepting that something
0: is possible. Hai. But I think, you know, not everyone has uh, that kind of mind or that thinking or that process of thought like you do. Thank you. That's amazing. So I'm going to go to my third question. So my first question is, what would be your piece of advice to aspiring designers and artists? What is the one norm, digital and non-digital, that you'd want to break?
1: So, uh, you know, as we spoke, uh, before this uh, artist, were limited to you know only like displaying in offline galleries they were limited to being uh, in a space where they are physically right now right. digital has e- exploded the market to another level like you can have there's one of the artists who gave a headliner she has sold over 50 nfts uh, globally So for an artist who is like, and she's a young artist, like three, four years of uh, her work, uh, but she has displayed in galleries in Indonesia, in Singapore. So she's sitting in India. She's sitting like, you know, right next to you and displaying across the world. So that is the possibility. And she has sold over 50, 50. So I mean, there is no limit anymore. There are no boundaries. So I would urge each and every artist to Break the barriers and go beyond the, you know, regular norms of uh, uh, selling, which existed. And the other thing is, uh, yes, IP, you're getting royalties. I mean, this was never the thing where you would get royalty on a second sale or a third sale. Now, uh, with the possibility of NFTs, uh, that is something which you can add in your smart contract. So through your life. By creating one piece of art, you are earning through your life on the sale of that art. So uh, I think, yes, everybody should do that and explore this space. All the artists must, must
0: explore this space. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> I think explore it for sure. I haven't explored it yet.
1: <laughs> and then reach out to me for any uh, questions and, you know, how <laughs> to set
0: things up because it, that's, that excites me a lot. Interesting. I'm surely going to reach out to you for sure. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> it's intriguing. Wow. So my fourth question to you is, now this is something which has been intrigued me for a long time. And I have followed you. I have seen your work and I've seen you driven. So this fourth question was something very main for me. So... Okay. um Okay, as an individual, be it with respect to health and your personal life, you've been a fighter and absolutely undefeated. With a forging spirit, you took over the challenge of fighting cancer and showed who is the tougher one. What was your reaction when you got to hear about it and how has life changed you in a moral, emotional and spiritual aspect?
1: Okay, that's a that's a very heavy question, but I'm, I, yes, but you know I have a funny story about it. Uh, really? I, you know the way it got detected also was very funny. I just had some neck sprain, and uh, i I uh, was avoiding it, and then I went home. My mother is a doctor, so I went home and told my mother I think I have something here. It's a neck sprain. So she could feel the lumps, and she said TB ho sakta. Hai. You know, that time tuberculosis was. The thing, and uh, next day my reports came in and all, and they like my family was sitting uh, in the living room and everybody was on their phones, and uh, they said it's not tuberculosis. I was like thank God, uh, and they said uh, it is Hodgkin's lymphoma. I said you know my reaction was. Thank God, it's not TB because it sounds so bad. (laughs) At least Hodgkin's lymphoma sounds exotic. And my mother was like, please Google what it is. So I Googled and when I read the word cancer, I was like, actually, this is a form of cancer. So do I have cancer? But it took me like 10 minutes to, you know, register because Hodgkin's lymphoma could be anything, right? Like Mm. uh, some skin disease or something. But cancer, so when it hit me, I was like, Oh, so I have cancer. Then I was like, Oh, shit, yaar. Uh, You know, now my entire life, my first worry was, will I be able to travel? Because I absolutely love traveling. And I think that is what all creative people need, right? We need to like, have these experiences. Uh, We need to go see new things to widen ourselves. And my first question was like, it's fine if I die, but can I travel? (laughs) And my mother is like, (laughs) <laughs> so oh my I, God. honestly I took it very uh I took it very uh you know lightly like <laughs> just another thing I don't know how that comes to me but it's just the way I deal with most things in my life you know right now also I'm down with stomach flu but I know that for this one hour I have to give my best performance I don't know it's just something oh. inside me which gives me energy now i i i like to call it like uh a, a power beyond me Who are uh, you? <laughs> so i just get and during during the treatment also obviously there were bad times and um, you know everybody told me that uh, there were obviously multiple people giving multiple suggestions you know what i did i blocked everyone i said i don't want to talk to anyone I want to do my own thing. I want to deal with this problem by myself. And the only people I want to talk to is who have been through this. So there were two, three people who had, you know, uh, gone through, there was this Howard professor, my mother introduced me to. She Mm -hmm. was my inspiration. She is like, I am traveling the world now. I got out of the the disease at a much older age. You are young, you will do it. And... I honestly, at that point, all I would think was to create a blueprint of what I want in the future. I did not think of what was going on with me at that point. Treatments were painful, but you know, I used to sit and watch friends to just make myself laugh. And uh, I used to go for drives also. So I tried to keep the life as normal as possible. And thanks to my family, because they also didn't make me feel like a patient. You know, half the time, uh, if you're feeling yeah. like like a patient or, you know, too much sympathy and too many people around you crying and cribbing, that's why I just cut off. That's so I was cool. like, I don't want all these kind of people, all these kind of energies. And uh, yeah, and I was just making other plans that I want to travel. And the moment I got fine, I, my friends and me, we went for a seven-day trip to Mauritius. did nothing. I was just sitting by the beach. But I had visualized that. Like, you know, I was like, this is what I want to do. Then my first startup, I wanted to do that. I think within six months, I uh, started that also. So I just, I don't know where it comes. It's some power. I keep telling people that it's not me. It's something which is beyond uh, uh, the regular, you know. I, I don't believe, I'm a very spiritual person, but I don't believe in the one God theory, like, you know, True. Uh, I love all the gods, like, yes. I, Ganesha, or this, I've read Islam also, so, so, uh, so I, yeah, so I meditate, but I feel I'm connected, so whenever I have questions, I really shut my eyes, and, uh, ask the superpower, or whoever it is, to uh, guide me, and I genuinely feel, uh, I get answers, as, uh, as weird as it sounds uh, but sometimes obviously all of us go through bad times and you know mine has been so cyclical that some days are great some days are bad some days are horrible but I always come out of it because of this you know that that, the thing I know that somebody is taking care of me so I really don't know who or what it is but but yeah and half the things are you only right it, it could be your subconscious <laughs> guiding you it could be your higher self gu- gu- guiding you you never know yeah uh, but I think having that uh,
0: confidence is uh, is very important. I think um, from what you said that you know the protection I think um, being a spiritual person myself there's something which instantly hit me Um uh, right. There, uh, we believe in spirituality there are many people who believe in births and everything you may never know that your soul must be like that strong yes yes
1: so and it is, is so stupid, stupid, stupid that otherwise I am very strong but I would cry on stupidest of things that's so, yeah <laughs> so you know, I, know. <laughs> I sometimes feel I feel too much about others rather than me like you know if
0: I feel too much about others
1: uh so it's it's very
0: that is, uh, weird that offline because that's very intriguing and there are certain things which um uh, i had been through i'm going to share that yeah oh very interesting <laughs> we should
1: have a conversation about that uh but uh, yeah thanks Yeah, i mean
0: i haven't spoken about this or this for a long time with anyone no. So I think with uh, what I understand is that you know whatever we be through, it's always better to be open and bring it out. Yes. Not yes. Healing, while somebody's just going to say, "Oh, compress it," or someone's going to yeah. say, "Oh, you went through this, oh God, just close it, don't tell." No, it has to be out in the open, it has to come out. And, and you never up. know who you are resonating
1: with because I got so many messages from people who were going through something similar people who uh, and some of my really close friends also they were scared of opening up but because it because I reached out or because I you know was out there uh, they messaged me and we we actually went through the whole process together so uh, for me it is just it's not about telling people what happened. It's about reaching out to the people who might need need something, um, it, and also to inspire. Honestly, we all need we all need that inspiration.
0: We do. I agree. So you know, this reminds me of an incident where, um, you know, uh, m- maybe I'm just sharing my incident here. <laughs> so uh, you, I had literally shared something of my own. I'm not going to say that here. <laughs> Okay. But one day, maybe. So I had shared that, and I was like, okay, it's normal for me to share whatever I must have been through. Because while we want to show, we want to show that it's something common, which everybody goes through it. Yes. And can we make it as a common thing. And, yeah. you know, as much as you're going to keep it inside, it's not it going keep... it to look common. Yeah. Yeah. So. I think It's, it's also good. important for your own
1: healing to, you know,
0: get it out of your system.
1: Uh, yeah. Apart from how much it influences others, it's it's for you as well. And hmm. yeah, they are they are going to be haters. Uh, I mean, like, you know, I get DMs from people saying, oh, why are you sharing so much? I said, see, the only people I'm concerned about are my parents. And if they don't have an issue, I don't think you are... Significant enough in my life to, you know, <laughs> question me why I'm sharing uh, certain things. So people are still very narrow-minded, and things are so tabooed. I don't understand when we will, like,
0: you know, break those barriers and start talking about things. There is the fear, you know. There is this fear. Yeah, uh, yeah. I'm going. Uh, actually, just yesterday, coincidentally, I was speaking to somebody about snorkeling. Right. Okay. So we See the fishes in the sea quite often, yeah. But we see the birds and everything quite often. We are not scared of it. Yes, <laughs> you know one. Day I went for snorkeling with my husband, okay. And you know, you look at those small, small fishes on the in the coral and everything. It's good. It's beautiful. It's yeah. colorful. And the time I saw bigger fish, I was, like, was <laughs> I got scared. I left my husband's hand and I ran away. Oh, God. So, anyways, I mean, that is the kind of fish I don't see every day. Yeah, yeah, that's that's scary. The yeah. unknown is always scary. Yeah. So, I feel <laughs> that the people who are shouting and telling that, okay, oh my God, you got a shark in here. <laughs> I've not seen a shark before. Why are you showing me? Oh that's <laughs> yeah I don't know where this conversation is heading but <laughs> <laughs> it's interesting yeah and also podcast
1: should be very conversational because I mean yeah
0: that's the format yeah but eventually as long as it is something very organic and it's coming I think I mean yeah. that's the most amazing part and I'm so glad it's going so Ogan- 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 <laughs> <laughs> I think that's wonderful. So, um, I also wanted to ask, there are many times I see on your story. And, you know, how do you deal with your burnouts?
1: Bur- oh, God. How- I was just discussing this with a fellow influencer that, uh, you know, 10 days back I had an event and it was amazing and it was great. and And this week I'm sick so uh, she just told me one thing do you think it is a burnout because uh, you know we don't realize that while we are that euphoria just keeps us it's like drugs you know like because you are so excited about something happening it is keeping you fueled but the moment that high is over the event is over you're going down like that's a burnout that you're crashing because you did not take enough rest or you did not like whatever, whatever went down uh, before the event. And uh, what the the point is, I don't deal with burnouts. My body (laughs) makes me deal with them. So with me, it has become a pattern that, you know, Whenever there's something big, even a shoot, we are like, you know, on sets for 10-12 hours. Uh, obviously, there is exertion. So, I plan my days accordingly. So, I every time there is something big happening, the week after, I always have 3-4 days where there is only light work or maybe just calls. So, that even if I'm falling, sick or if there is a burnout, I get that much rest. Like, right now also... Uh, uh, I had not planned uh, but I had a stomach flu so uh, that is body's way of saying that you need rest it mm-hmm. could be because of the exertion, it could be because of burnout it, there could be multiple reasons but mm-hmm. my body communicates it to me so I took that rest uh, and uh, that's how uh, but also, the one thing that really helps me ground myself is I wake up these days and uh, I meditate. Like, without fail, I, I meditate every day because it just helps me ground. I do yoga three times a week. Now, my yoga teacher will scold me because I have been bunking. <laughs> but uh, but it really helps uh, to, you know, balance out. And another thing uh, is taking my dog for walks so that cut off from social media or cut off from phone uh, or other devices is also very very important because our brain you know then needs that shutting down so I either cook yeah. or take my dog for a walk or a drive where i'm not thinking about work where i'm engaged in you know some other activity
0: True. and that's very important i think all of us are getting addicted to social media i think the first thing in the it's- morning
1: <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah, everybody. I mean every, including my parents. My parents were visiting me. Even that age group, the first thing they do <laughs> in the morning is check their WhatsApp and Facebook and I'm like, Okay. okay. Great. <laughs> Ulta uh, like you know, we used to like our parents used to tell us stay away from the phones. Now through through the trip I kept telling them that you too much on your phone. Please stay away from your phone. Oh, they cannot live without Wi Fi anymore. So it's happening across
0: generations. It's it's very funny. I think I met my nana um, just last week. And they get these WhatsApp forwards, right? They watch oh, these. That's...
1: My God. I was
0: like, wow. I mean, <laughs> my nana was in the phone. And watching those videos, swiping, swiping another video. Yeah. So like we do with Instagram, for them, it is uh, WhatsApp and Facebook.
1: It's crazy the amount of time they spend there. But you know, these regular detox breaks are also very important.
0: Yes, I think a lot of us, we just keep going, going, not listening to our body. And eventually, even though the body tells or whatever, it we just break yeah. down. I mean, it just gets too tired. It gets to a point of breakdown and it happens with everyone.
1: Honestly, every third person I speak to has like, you know, been through a, a burnout has been through medical issues of late. So, uh, I feel we should take precautions in our daily routine only where we try to balance it out instead of like just crashing uh, and burning
0: at one point. True, true, very true. So, um, there's one question which came in my mind while you had said that, you know, you had a vision while you had gone, you know, for a holiday with your friends while you had a vision where you wanted to start a startup so what was the vision of that startup because while you've started a startup you're doing so many things (laughs) (laughs) so you won't believe it was an artist platform that i wanted to build
1: now i built it on web2 i ran it for two years now i'm doing the same thing it's unbelievable i'm doing the same thing in the metaverse also okay the base of it is remaining same where i want to connect people and bring people on one platform uh, so the vision has over the years maybe the product has changed and evolved but the vision has remained the same and uh, it's we have to obviously evolve with the, the times and whatever is yeah. whatever is trending and happening that has okay. become like it's a boon and a bane when it comes to digital that you have to keep updating yourself. Also, Instagram has gone crazy every other day. They have a new update every other day. So oh, so uh, we have to constantly evolve. But fortunately, my vision of, you know, bringing creators and artists and uh, the community on one platform has remained consistent. And uh, I'm really happy about
0: that. That's amazing. I think innovation is the key. Of course, you will have to stick. I mean, you will have to keep improving yourself and yes. yourself, And keeping up with the trend. Yeah. But, yeah. But the baseline and vision, if it remains the same, it's amazing. True. Amazing. I think I am coming to terms with it, which I wasn't <laughs> getting there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We all do. We all do at some point amazing amazing so um, is there anything you would like to share from your personal experience or something which you know other people who would like to get inspired from oh, I really and genuinely want to tell people
1: to not take life too seriously uh, we just put too much pressure on ourselves yeah like I mean just chill like I keep telling that to myself as well you know sometimes I'm like you have done so much why don't you take that one week break? We we should stop taking life too seriously because I think that pandemic has taught us all to an extent all of us have you know learned that okay suddenly your life can change uh, yeah. and not remain the same um, yeah. but yeah there is no point in taking life too seriously um, giving ourselves deadlines I, I, I meet so many people who are like oh shit I... I'm 40 and I have not done this and I have not done that oh yes and I'm like you can still do it Matlab, you know don't uh, box yourself just just enjoy you know what is making you happy and truly genuinely happy
0: Amazing, amazing. So, this has been very inspiring, Zitika. Uh, thank you I for my this. coming for this live in spite of the flu which you have. Uh, yeah.
1: I'll show <laughs> you my medicine
0: I'll DM you my medicine kit. <laughs> oh, no. You know, you'll not believe the previous guest who I had interviewed had COVID. Oh, God. And he's I think it's in the air. <laughs> I'm like, oh, shit. This is...
1: I mean, wow! I think I think you are choosing the right
0: people who are like okay with everything. <laughs> I think, so also my focus is to you know, have people who are inspirational, to have people who are somewhere set in the industry and can show people a path. But people also are so driven that they just come even while they are unwell and they are fine. I mean, I did not I was very excited. I rested all day and I was
1: very excited. I was like, I'll put on makeup and I will definitely do this. uh, Because and this is a chance where I actually get to inspire more people, get a wider audience. I am mm-hmm. honestly, I have been very lazy uh, and also occupied with other things. So I have not mm-hmm. gone live or done any activity. So I'm glad I'm doing this uh, today. Um, and I can't wait for the podcast also to, you know,
0: come up to share. Can- because um you know, actually, I had communicated with you a uh, long ago about God of Finance, where you know I yes. wanted, you know, it to. It was be an able... idea. Pardon?
1: It was an idea that you
0: had shared with me. And I'm so so happy that finally I have you here, and it's materialized. Yes. And I think uh, this is one of the most fun lives I've had with a guest. Thank so you. Uh, I'm so glad and. Um, it's so amazing knowing that you're so strong, you're so focused and you know, you're a kind of person who is like, you know, I don't want any shit around me. Yeah, <laughs> so, oh, I make effort to
1: not have any shit around me. Yeah. That is one thing very which is very important to growth. The Mm -hmm. moment you uh, remove certain negative people or negative energies, whatever you want to call it, even my Mm -hmm. house, I keep saging my house. I put incense sticks in my house as much as like you know. People think all this is voodoo shit. It's in the end all about energies. So if you don't center yourself, if you Mm -hmm. don't align with your goals constantly, your visions will also not be great. Okay, Mm -hmm. like for you, for your mind, body, soul needs to be connected, cert in certain way amazing
0: yeah okay I wanted to ask you something maybe I'll ask you right here I thought maybe I'll be able to ask you later on but let me ask you because uh, I'm intrigued so uh, the artwork the line artwork where you know the woman was a symbol of strength what made you feel about or connected you to that Uh, which one which artwork line artwork oh the line art you made for me oh
1: Yes. So, so you, uh, you know, uh, that that picture, like, it was a bald. I was bald at that point, which and connected
0: you me. you also told that this is so her.
1: Yeah. So, uh, when I was when you made that drawing and came, like uh, the the art came to me, I felt like it was me. Mm-hmm. Uh, when uh, i was going through that phase because there was certain uh, i don't know if you could figure it out but there was certain strength uh, in that painting uh, in that artwork which maybe you must have seen some picture of me or you were visualizing me while making that artwork I it visualized. was so so it was so obvious it was so like visible because i could connect to the to the art so uh, and it's still like I I moved houses so I kept it with my uh, childhood room, uh, you know, in, in my hometown. Uh, it's there, and my even my mother says that whenever I look at it now, it reminds me of how beautiful you were when you were going through your worst phase of uh, of your life. Probably you know that strength was actually very beautiful so that is what the painting made me feel that uh, that the strength uh, and beauty combined together where i was at the weakest technically i was at the weakest but that but the strength and beauty was captured in that uh, work. and my mother also felt it was not, not just me my mother felt the same thing while
0: looking at it so i was like mom she must have you know thought of me while making it so that energy I transfer so happens I- know that it's gonna resonate so much yeah it, it, did, it, it did. it's it's very weird because you know the last time when I had made a painting for my client for his resort coincidentally uh turned out the elephants which are there there's a river exactly like that in front of the resort and the elephants See? are really water and I was like how did that happen I <sighs> And when you're visualizing, you don't know
1: where you are connected yeah. to, right? You were channeled onto something that was going me. through me, that was ha- like, you know, that was me at that point. So we are connected. Yeah. Otherwise, otherwise, you can't uh, really resonate with most
0: things, right? Uh, so, yeah, we are all connected somehow. Yeah, in physics, they call it as the morphic resonance. Wow. Oh, you have done research on this also. I had read that long ago. Yeah. Okay. I need to read this up now.
1: uh, Because it sounds very interesting. Yeah. And and even my mother feeling it, obviously, because she's a part of me or whatever. She was equally involved in that. She also felt the same thing. Uh, So, you know, it's uh, it's just I think you channeled into my energy while making it for me. I think.
0: It's, It's
1: absolutely beautiful. Yeah. Thank you so much. I didn't run. And I absolutely loved it. You know, I didn't want to damage it. So I've kept it at my hometown where
0: it. I know my mother has kept it safely in my childhood room. The nose ring there, I just put water around it and I just put the pins. It formed by itself. Beautiful. So, and I'm a water baby. Like
1: I'm a scorpion. So I'm a water oh, baby. Yeah. And
0: Oh, you're a scorpion. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, i uh I'm pregnant, my baby's gonna be a scorpion. Brilliant. <laughs> They're born leaders. <laughs> born leaders, oh, extremely scorpions. creative.
1: Yeah. Extremely focused, also. I'm sure so, yeah.
0: amazing. And a lot of willpower also.
1: Willpower and no nonsense. So
0: I think your baby will be great. Yeah. Amazing. Ritika, it has been so lovely <laughs> talking to you. It has been so so, I soon. absolutely enjoyed this conversation. I enjoyed it too, and I hope you get well soon. And um, I'm gonna surely connect with you after this, and I'm even more intrigued to now meet you again and have a have some coffee or lunch with you and speak more. Done. And best yeah. of luck for God of Onions. You're doing a great and job, and keep keep telling these stories. The world needs to know more of these. Thank you so much. It means a lot and it's very motivating when it comes from you, Ritika. So thank you so much. Bye. Bye. Take care. Bye.